I get it. You operate a business in the horse industry and you know you need to be online to grow your business, but you're overwhelmed at the process and you might not even have an idea where to start. Well, I'm glad you're here and I'm glad you're listening to the Digital Hoofprint podcast, a podcast that shares strategy, resources, and motivation for you to grow your horse business online. My name is Abriana and I am a business coach, brand strategist, and designer that works with equine entrepreneurs who are struggling with their online presence. I transform grade horse businesses into industry unicorns. And if you're listening to this podcast, you must be ready to establish your digital hoofprint. Whether you're listening to this while cleaning stalls or after a long day working horses, I'm breaking down this process into digestible nuggets so you can take them and apply them to your business today. Thanks so much for listening again, and let's get into today's episode. Hey, y'all, and welcome back to the Digital Hoofprint Podcast. I am your host, Abriana, and I am the head unicorn in charge over at Black Unicorn Creative. And I have brought my dear friend, Brittany Chambers of CBC Therapeutic Horseback Riding Academy out of Sacramento, California, mm-hmm. onto <laughs> the podcast today to talk about her business her life work balance and how she's managing all of the things. So welcome to this podcast. (laughs) Thank you for having me. All right, girl, let's start from the top. Where did you even begin with your lesson program? What is it that you're doing and kind of paint the picture for people who may not know who you are? Okay, so I am the owner of CBC Therapeutic Horseback Riding Academy, LLC. Um, We are a fairly large lesson program. Um, We offer horseback riding lessons, horsemanship classes, online courses. You know, we have a full team of three instructors, a full-time administrator and coordinator. Um, On the side, I also do train horses. I have a lesson program consulting uh, I don't want to say business, but thing going on where I'm a lesson program consultant for other lesson programs. I'm do consult calls. So it is a lot going on um, over here. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. And when do you, okay, so tell us kind of where you first started, how you first started and like the timeline of growth just so people won't think like oh my god she she just got here she lucky she did it like no it's not luck Mm -mm. okay (laughs) (laughs) well I I graduated high school back in 2008 and so that's kind of where it all started when I was like I want to do something in horses and so I went off to college you know got um got educated in the mental health field while I was in college and I moved back to California in 2012 and I was still had my horse dream there but I knew I had to get the mental health background of it so Mm -hmm. 2014 I graduated with my master's and I was working I was a teacher and then in 2015 I got certified as a therapeutic riding instructor with PATH International and I officially opened CBC and at the time I opened CBC 
I was actually working for another program and had a full-time job. So I would work my full-time job Monday through Friday, uh, 7.30 to 4.30, and then I would give lessons 5.30 to 7.30, and then I would go work at the other program every other weekend. So I had three jobs that I was working, um, and it was absolutely nuts. And so I was working three jobs probably until... <clears throat> 2000 late 2017 I want to say maybe early 2018 I was like okay I just can't do it all anymore because mm -hmm. obviously I was working seven days a week so then uh, December 1st 2015 yeah open CBC and then 2019 November 2019 I left corporate America and I went full-time CBC so at that time I was rocking and rolling with like 35 students uh if you listen to a very old podcast episode we did I was like yeah I got 35 students yeah and I was about we, to say like that was around the time that we did I had no idea that that it, it was in that close proximity I think it was probably like the same month even like it was it was right there and it, let's fast forward to 2021, almost 2022. Um, we are at over a hundred students have multiple programs inside the academy. We have about eight community contracts. I have two other instructors that work with me. I'm not teaching as much, but I do still teach. And uh, we have a full-time coordinator and I have, ex you know, working that I still work six days a week, but it's a different type of work. I'm not, you know, having lessons from 8 a.m. to 3 p.m. every day. I'm still out there at the barn, mm -hmm. but things have definitely changed now um, that we've grown and I have a team of support. So it definitely didn't happen overnight, you guys, but it did. It happens quick. It happens in spurts. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And so how did your... Uh priorities kind of change throughout this this growth that you had you know because at first I'm sure it was like I just gotta get students you know I just gotta get students but then you you mentioned community contracts and I feel like that might be something that a lot of people don't even know about mm -hmm. don't even know like what that means and then you know now you have these multiple programs running you know so but how when it comes that yeah, well, when like when you're dealing with like just individuals, you know, it's kind of like, hey, email or text, which thing our systems have totally changed. I'm not texting parents anymore. Like it's a whole system communication process that we have to go through because we're dealing with so many. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we have, I think, like 75 parents on our email list for all academies. So it's still a lot. Mm -hmm. And as things have grown, I just couldn't handle everything. I couldn't handle doing all of the barn chores. Well, I did when I had two horses, but I can't do that with five horses. I can't handle all of the applications that come in. When it comes to community contracts, you have to have specialized insurance per contract, specialized invoicing, specialized processes. Like each contract is literally different. So you have to make sure you meet the standards of each contract and as time went on, you know, I had to realize that I have to more so get out of 
all the day-to-day boots on the ground in the business and I had to start managing things. I had to make sure this was good and that was good or put this fire out, put that fire out, you know, make sure my horses are okay. All like, for example, this past week, we just had 30 new students start all within a four-day period. So it's like, okay, I got to meet the parents, got to make sure the paperwork's done and everything. So as time they're on and I had a team built up underneath me, I was able to focus on all of the other aspects that actually have to keep the business going and it's nonstop, but it helps. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Knowing when you need that help and, you know, implementing the systems necessary to, to support that kind of larger communication, you know, Mm -hmm. keeping track of things, trying to make things go as smoothly as possible. That's, that's, that's key. That is, you know, one of my favorite things to do and to talk about, but, um, you know, when it comes to establishing some of those, those boundaries, I know a lot of people, you know, I, I see, I see because I'd be watching like the forums and the groups and they're like, oh my gosh, how do you get people to stop texting you at 10 p.m.? And it's like, you say- the answer for that, that be me. Yeah, like don't answer, don't, don't answer. Tell them, no, this is not what's going well, to happen. And then stop making yourself- yeah and you have to stop making yourself so accessible Mm -hmm. yeah if like for us if you need to get in contact with us you email and my coordinator will be in contact with you Monday through Friday uh and if it's an emergency I will check the email inbox on the weekends and I will respond only if it's an emergency other than that no you don't have and there is an emergency separate business number that you text if only on same day cancellations Mm. and you won't get a response yeah it's just you did you did you just send that the staff will get it you don't know who you're talking to you know so you can't say hey you just say hi this is the parent of this student they will be out boom yeah Mm -hmm. because I've been there I've been through all the texting, all everything. Nope. How to redirect everybody to a new place. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And talk, of, talk about that a little bit. Talk about, because that's what a lot of people fear, pissing people off. I'm going to lose clients. I'm going to lose income. I'm mm-hmm. going to lose. I'm going to lose, lose, lose. Talk about how much did that happen to you and what did you gain from that? the reason why it didn't happen is because I treated my clients right from the beginning. Mm. So they have no reason to leave my new client. I mean, like all of my old clients, I call my OG clients. They know, I mean, we are so solid. We don't have to talk. We talk during the lesson. We talk when I see you every week, Mm -hmm. you know, and they know the only reason you should text me is if it's a cancellation. If it's something else, you only text me if it's something that has to deal with a contract or something like that, you know, mm-hmm. that's okay. But they're not texting me in the middle of the night. So if you treat your clients right the first time, they're going to go with it. Email my coordinator. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cause they know, you know, and it's like, if, and most of them don't even have my number anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes, you know, they really respect that I'm busy 
And for all of the new people that come on, you only get an email and the application, everything is responded with email. Mm-hmm. And so they know, email the coordinator, email the coordinator. Mm-hmm. And if your clients don't like the new rules that they don't have access to you 24 seven, they aren't paying you 24 seven. They're paying you for one hour of their time. Okay. One hour of your time is what they're paying for. Not 24 hour access. And honestly, it's a horseback riding lesson. It's different if you're a horse trainer and you're hat and you're taking care of someone's horse, mm-hmm. you know, that might be a little different, but if I only see you for one hour, no, it could wait till the next writing lesson. Only time you should text me is if you're going to be canceled. Otherwise, send an email and my coordinator will get back to you. If you don't have a coordinator, have a specific email and then you'll get back to them. Mm-hmm. Your website, you know, responded to the flat structure so they know, okay, I'm going to respond between the times. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I tell my people, my coordinator will respond to you within 24 hours. Yeah. Boom. That's it. Every other place does it. All the other big companies do it. We'll get back to you within 48 hours. Right. Right. And so do you, do you feel like you lost any income or clients or anything when you started like having that communication and putting those boundaries in place? Out of a hundred people, probably like three left. Because those, they, I was just going to ask, are they problems in the first place? Yep, because <laughs> they didn't want to take five minutes to book their lessons for two months. It takes five minutes to reserve your spot for two months. Every single month, we send out an email. Hey, get your bookings in, get your bookings in. Just a reminder, we have people booked through December and it's fine. So you know what? Okay. Then you must not want. And you know, the funny part is the some threw a huge fit, wrote these big, long, nasty emails. And I didn't do it, but I really wanted to say like, you know, you could have just booked your lessons the whole time it took you to respond to this email. Most parents book their lessons at their kids' lessons. They sit there on their phone and just, and then they're like, okay, we're done booking. Boom. You're done for the year. So if you, I mean, that's what it is. You have to book. I'm not going to be chasing you. I don't have time to chase you. If you want to be here, you'll spend five minutes to keep your kids here. Yeah. 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 And I think it's important because, you know, a lot of people are, are sensitive around that. Like I'm, I'm going to miss out on this, this client, but chances are that client was already difficult in the first place. And you were already having some anxiety around that situation. So establishing those boundaries, if that weeds out the week, that brings in the opportunity to have clients that are okay with your boundaries and, and, you know, embrace them like great. A lot of people don't want to talk on the phone and be texting you, chasing you down to try to schedule something. They're sitting in their bed and they're like, let me go ahead and get her situated, get little Mm -hmm. little Sarah, little little Billy situated. Yep. Yep. And be done without talking to somebody, you know. So having and and, yep. And parents don't have my personal cell phone number. Yeah. You there's a there's a separate number that they can text and I choose to check it when I want to check it. If not, you can send it to the email. Yeah. You know, it's 
I mean, if, if one of my instructors texts me when they're giving lessons and I'm not there, okay, I'm definitely going to check that. But other than that, nope, there's no, no rush. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So how has, how have, you know, I know you've been in a corporate position and even in your corporate position, you had multiple jobs um, and, you know, we're doing all the crazy things. How has, or has it, um, you know, changing to a profession that is strictly like horse related, you know, how do you feel like the balance has kind of shifted or does balance look a little bit different when you're kind of going from a corporate position to a business in the horse industry? Balance meaning like time or just? Yeah, between life and work, you know, between oh, things you um, enjoy. In and- the beginning, in the beginning, it was hard because I had bills, you know, we all have bills to pay. Mm-hmm. I'm working day and night doing what I have to do. You know, like it's, it's in the, you, there are going to be days that you're working 24 hours a day. Like you're not sleeping, you're waking up, grabbing your notebook, trying to figure it out. You know, so in the beginning stages, yes. Um, you know, just until earlier this year, I was working six days a week, you know, from about eight, eight about, well, technically like 6 a.m. to 3 p.m., mm-hmm. six days a week you know, and that, and in 2000, what is it, 2020, 2019, I didn't have any breaks. I was going to burn out my first year of being an entrepreneur. Like, (laughs) I was like, I can't do this six days a week. There's like no end in sight. So one of my favorite changes I made to my schedule was going to the eight week cycles. Mm -hmm. And on the weekends, we don't teach after 12 p.m. noon and on the weekdays, you know, we kind of see, but we really balance it. So I just set very strict boundaries. I gave myself time, like now that the business is flowing, Mm -hmm. because if people, if people wanted to, I could be there till six o'clock at night, but that's not, I'm not going to help others if I can't take care of myself. So I know on the weekends, every once in a while, we'll stay till one or two o'clock, you know, if we have a special event, but um, every eight weeks, we take one week off. The academy just sets back, we refresh, like this is a super, super busy session that we have. So, um, you know, it's definitely different. Like when you have a job, you have paid vacation. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, it's, it's still nice, but you're kind of just working all the time. So when I left I was working more but now I'm at a point where I'm like nope I you know I get home by a certain time still um every eight weeks I get my one week off if there's five weekends in a month we take a weekend off and so I kind of set that up for myself and my staff so that we all don't burn out and we could still enjoy our lives and Mm -hmm. you know keep our mental happy and know that okay we're not going to be worked to death right right Right. I think that is a major, um, you know, expectation in the, in this industry that like, you're going to just be dog tired all the time. Like expect Mm -hmm. to not enjoy what you're doing. Expect to, you know, have to be up all hours of the morning and not have any boundaries because mm-hmm. horses ain't got no ba- well horses have boundaries but like they don't <laughs> care they're like we need we still need to eat sis like right 
So get to work, you know? So I I love that, you know, you had to go through it. You know, you wouldn't have Mm -hmm. seen the the growth and the expansion of your team if you didn't go through it because you hustled and you got those clients. But Mm -hmm. you recognized when you had to step back so that you can make sure the operations are running smoothly. You can take care of those clients and continue to nurture those relationships Mm -hmm. so you can continue to have them and, um, you know, just making sure things are operating like they're supposed Mm -hmm. to. So I I think it's really, really important to notice, like there's going to be different seasons and, you know, acknowledging where you are and the fact that, you know, you might be here now, but seasons change whether you like it. Oh, yeah. As a professional in the horse industry, we are always looking for ways to improve our craft. As a business owner, it's our goal to build a business that supports our dream lifestyle. That's why I developed the Equipreneur Planner. This planner is a snapshot of your business from your offers to your online marketing. Whether you're looking to stand out in an oversaturated market or you need to audit your current business operations, this planner has the resources to guide you in that process. After spending an entire year developing this signature planning system, I've made it available to equine entrepreneurs just like you. Give yourself permission to change your life. Go to www.blackunicorncreative.com slash planner to sign up for the wait list. And and I mean, like, for example, right now, I'm not at the barn as much as I need to be. I go check in and then I'm like, okay, I might give maybe two lessons a day even though we're still super, super busy. I'm like, okay, then I got to go home or I have to go do this or I have to, you know, record something, teach, you know, do some, I just have to, I have so much to manage um, between everything. I was like, okay, now I'm taking a step back as much as I love it. um, (laughs) You know, so sometimes I'll try to work at the barn, but that doesn't really work out all the time because I get distracted. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I I feel you. So talk about a little bit um, the, the opportunities that this taking a step back and, you know, managing your team, managing your, your operations, being a true CEO, uh, what other opportunities has that opened up for you? Oh, so many. If I didn't have the team that I had to bring them on, I wouldn't have started this whole lesson program consulting thing. It started out as just calls and now I'm going to be doing online courses. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm I'm going to be traveling somewhere soon, you know, to go do a project. So now that I know the academy can run itself without me being there, mm-hmm. I can go do other things to help other people because I'm not sitting there mucking stalls all day, tacking up horses. You know, even though I love it, I don't mind it. Mm-hmm. Um, just having a team around me, I definitely had to learn that. No, it's okay to have help and it's okay to have a team and it's okay to hand over the reins. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, cause just recently I had to take a month off from everything and the Academy ran so smoothly. Mm-hmm. I was like, Oh, okay. Well, I was out for a month and everything was great. Right. So, I'm so <laughs> and so that, and honestly, without me having to take that month off, like that really set me up for the next steps for what I'm doing now. It, the, I wouldn't have left. Mm-hmm. So I had to leave in order to look and be like, oh, okay. 
And then while I was at home, I was managing everything. I was getting all the contracts done. And, and honestly, with me being out, I feel like we're being more successful mm. Mm. because I can add more value to the program. I'm over here now that I'm not in it. I'm out here snatching up every opportunity that we can get, coordinating everything and putting it back into the program. So I'm, I'm out there catching food for my program versus trying to cook it yes that is that is a gym right there getting out of your own (laughs) way like so so okay let me because I got excited let's let's real bad (laughs) our businesses aren't us right like and clearly taking that month off reassured reassured that like your business is not you you've created Mm -hmm. this thing and you've created the support system it will Mm -hmm. operate without you so what do you do now that that is the case and you Mm -hmm. can bring new opportunities you can Mm -hmm. attract new clients you can start (laughs) new ventures that maybe that's what you wanted to do personally because i know way back mm-hmm. in the day, whatever that year was, 2019, where we did our podcast <laughs> episode. And I was like, Brittany wants to train, she wants to travel and train horses. Well, how is Brittany <laughs> going to do that with her own lesson program? We don't know. Here we right. are two years <laughs> later. And the answer is she right. found a team, she set up systems and operations, and now she's looking for opportunities to not only grow CBC into its own barn with all these mm-hmm. on stalls and critters and gerbils and and soon to be chickens you know she's able to start this this lesson program consulting Mm -hmm. and and you know build up not only the 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 industry authority of cbc but also you as a as a trainer as a professional as Mm -hmm. a, a lesson program instructor all of those right right. (laughs) round of applause because I love that I mean that's just that is just a clear picture of of what this can look like for so many people who really have to get out of their own way and sometimes if you don't do it your body or your circumstances will do it for you yep and you have to do it at the right time because all of this in March of 2021, I got three, sorry, I hired three staff members, got three new horses and oh, something else. I got three new staff members, three new horses and all, all within three weeks because it was right there. And if I would have backed out and said, oh, you know, I'm just going to, no, I wouldn't be where we are today. And now we're rolling. And now I'm in, I'm interviewing an, a third in, or a fourth instructor tomorrow. I don't know, fourth, including me, but I'm interviewing another instructor tomorrow mm-hmm. and I'm slowly looking at other horses. So I'm like, okay, I got 30 people on the wait list. So now I'm like, okay, if I could get this person in on a Saturday, I could probably bring in like 10 or 15, you know, 10, maybe 10 new clients. Yeah. But you have to grow 
when the chance is there. Boy, March was a hard month because I had to start training new horses and training new staff. It was stressful. You're going to be stressed. Growth in entrepreneurship is hard. It's scary because you're so used to holding your baby and making all the decisions and everything has to be right. But if you find the right team like I did, oh, not to mention I did have to fire two people. I didn't find the right team right away. Right. That is good. I, the, the first two people I hired, I had to fire. So, <laughs> you know, like it wasn't, a, and I had horses that I had to send back the whole team, you know, things didn't work out, but now I have a solid team that I can roll with. Mm-hmm. And I know they got my back and, you know, now we're, we're rolling. So it's not all sparkles and rainbows. It's not, yeah. but some days it is. Yeah, you know, and you just got to take the good with the bad. And I promise the good outweigh the bad every single time, because even still to this day, I'll think about like, oh, like today, for example, oh, today's Friday. If I was a teacher, what would I be doing? You know, and I'm like, oh, I'm glad I'm chilling at home. Yeah. (laughs) You know, yes, yes. Able to talk to me for some Mm -hmm. hours. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That is too funny. Um, yeah, yeah, I feel that. That's that's absolutely amazing, and I'm I'm thankful for the opportunity to to watch this growth because it's like you know people say like, oh, people say that all the time, or you know I've heard this but I've never seen anybody do it, and you know being able to see that testimony is like like you can't tell me. That's not right because Brittany over here, like going to get ice cream on Friday, and she got a hundred students. Like, you can't tell me that's not right. Um, my next question is when you feel like things are imbalanced or misaligned, or you are just in need of that support system, where do you go? What you know, do you have certain activities that you do? Um, are there people that you kind of place in your life? What is, what does that support look like for you? Um, well, my sister is another instructor. She is the first C in CBC. Mm-hmm. And so if something is just off, you know, we talk, it's like, okay, sister, let's just take a step back and, and sometimes, you know, if it's not her, it's just me. I really just take a step back and I have to think of the long-term picture. Is this going to benefit us as a program? You know, mm-hmm. is this really going to help? So like if people come to us, I've turned down contracts also. So if people come to us and like, hey, we want to do a contract with you. And I'm like, mm, probably not, you know? So thankfully we've had enough bad days and fail forwards to where now we're like, oh, we've got a pretty good handle on how to avoid problems. So not every client is a good fit for us. Mm -hmm. And we know that. Mm -hmm. So we're not going to let you in. You know, if it's like, hey, we're probably not a good fit for you. So um, thankfully we don't have as many of that. But when we are, you know, when we are, I do talk to my sister who's, who's the barn manager there, you know, and the lead instructor. Mm-hmm. So if I check in, say, hey, how's this person going? And um, we just take a step back and reevaluate everything. Mm-hmm. If we're having trouble with this person, okay, let's go to the policy and procedures. How are they aligning with that? And we just try to make everything match up that we can 
because uh, we are very strict on our policies and procedures. We have way too many people to not have our, our ducks in a row. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, so it's, it's more so it's, we're, we're super proactive versus mm-hmm. reactive. And it's, please people don't run your business on a reactive lifestyle. Yeah. Please leave it on a proactive. Yeah, yeah. Because you're always going to feel like you're behind. You're always going to mm-hmm. be one step behind and hating mm-hmm. it because you knew that possibly was going to happen, but yep. you didn't do anything about it. Yeah. So, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, my last question is <clears throat> what does or maybe moving forward, what does life work balance mean to you? Life work balance means simply have a balance. I finally found mine. Um, you know, it took me a while. I worked to death for like 10, 11 years straight, and it was crazy. But find things that make you happy so you don't burn out. Mm-hmm. You know, set a schedule for yourself. For me, every eight weeks, I give myself a week off Mm -hmm. and it is absolutely lovely. I was able to, um, you know, determine my budget, like, Hey, okay, I won't really be, and it made my process so much easier. Every, every five, if there's five weekends in a month, we get a weekend off. So find that balance of where you can give yourself a break and just make it a rule. Hey, this Mm -hmm. is what it is. And people are going to accept it, Mm -hmm. you know, um, turn your, don't answer those calls. It's okay. You don't need a parent texting you. They could talk to you in person at a lesson. They can send you an email, you know, don't make yourself so accessible. And that was my problem. I used to be way too accessible and it would burn me out. So I'll talk to you when I talk to you. And, you know, if it's an emergency, then I'll respond. But if it's not, it can wait. So really just try to find the balance to where you stay happy. And Mm -hmm. I will tell you, like, when it comes to week six and week seven, approaching our eighth week, we can feel it. We're like, yeah. okay, now we're at the end of a session. Oh, we're, we're a bit tired, but we know that. And then we know we're going to get a week off. And then we come back, we're super refreshed, super excited to meet our new students. So, um, and that's one thing, you know, it's like, I like to make sure my staff are taken care of. Um, so just find something that just find your balance to where you're always happy. You're going to be tired. Yes. You're going to be tired. Yes. You know, some sessions are really rough. Like, you know, this is a really busy session for us, but we already did two weeks. I'm like, Hey, we only got six weeks left. Yeah. And then we got a break and then it's the holidays. Yeah. So find a balance just, you know, okay. If you're tired, find way, find things you can cut out of your schedule. Can that email wait? Can that task wait till tomorrow? Mm-hmm. by the planner by the equipreneur planner <laughs> <laughs> yes shameless plug. plan it plan it i mean because that's what I, I can't wait for mine because honestly i write different tasks on different days i'll do this task on this day i'll do this task on that mm-hmm. day so i know when i get yeah. my planner i'm gonna do the same thing use yeah. a planner it yeah. helps so that way you're not overwhelmed yeah yeah since i'm a i'm a just shameless plug on that since we are on that topic <laughs> oh, oh yeah um in the monthly the monthly layout you know there's setting personal and business priorities but there's also a list of things you will not do come up with a list of things that you're not going to do this month 
you know, it can that. be actual tasks related to your business. It could be, you know, things that, that go through your mind. Like last month my, on my no can do list was self-sabotage. Like girl, do not <laughs> stop yourself from making things happen just because you're yeah. like feeling nervous. Like don't do that. Yeah. Um, and then there's also reminders on here and every single month, the very first reminder is plan off and self-care days because instead of, you know, trying to, um, you know, prioritize this list, the schedule that you have, you need to just schedule your priorities. Like yep. if this, if this is important for you, schedule it and yep. then fit everything else in there. Mm -hmm. And that's how you just maintain this semblance of, of, you know, making sure that you can make the right decisions. You know, a lot of times when we're so burnt out and stressed and anxiety ridden, and someone's like, tell us an answer right now you may find that you've made the wrong decision out of desperation, out of exhaustion, out of, I didn't think this through clearly. I didn't think of the long run. Mm -hmm. So that is why it's important. We're not like saying self-care just so you can go get a massage and like do spend money on you mm -hmm. know, random things. Like, no, self-care looks like if you don't want to get out the bed, don't get out the bed. If you want to order Uber Eats and have them deliver food because you normally cook for your family every single day, that is self-care. You know, planning that stuff in, you know, saying I am not cooking this day because I'm going to sit down because I'm- I write my TV shows. I'm watching my TV show that comes out on this night. <laughs> mm -hmm. You I literally, Because it's an hour. Yeah. I put my phone away and I watch my TV show for one hour. Yeah. Yeah. And it seems simple. That's the thing. It seems so simple. Um, but you do have to get kind of in the, the mindset that like you deserve this. Like this is, there is no conversation that you have to work to deserve this. You know, this is an inherent Thing that we deserve to rest so that we can do these other things yeah um, so that's you know one of the, the the things that I enjoy about this planner because those things are put forefront um because they are important and I know it's hard to do them as people in the horse industry horses always needing something people always needing something mm -hmm. So the more we talk about it and the more that we just make it normal, um, this kind of hustle and grind, you know, you will have seasons of that, but then you'll have seasons of not that. And, and what does that look like for people? So, yeah. All right, Brittany girl, tell the people where they can find you and connect with you, book lesson, program consults, all those things. So you can find me on Instagram at Brittany C. Horsemanship. Um, that's B-R-I-T-T-N-E-Y C. Horsemanship. I am on Facebook. I have a group on Facebook called Building Your Dream Equine Lesson Program. It's That's the name of it, Building Your Dream Equine Lesson Program. Feel free to come join us over in the group. We have a lot of great content there. 
Um, my website is in the bio of my Instagram, uh, brittanychorsemanship.com. So you can book a consult there. You can send me a DM on Instagram. Um, there's a couple places you can reach me. So whether you're on Facebook or whether you're on Instagram, come find my Facebook group. Come follow me on Instagram. You could shoot me a DM there or email me through my website. All right. Well, thank you so much for coming on the Digital Hoofprint Podcast. I can't wait. Thanks for having me. Your journey <laughs> with everybody. <laughs> well, I hope you enjoyed listening to this episode as much as I enjoyed putting it together. Don't forget, subscribe to this podcast as well as leave a review and let us know how this episode has helped you in your horse business. Don't forget to connect with us over on social media, Facebook, or Instagram at Black Unicorn Creative. See you guys on the next episode.